We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. HBO Sports and the NFL Films are partnering with the Detroit Lions for an unfiltered, all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League with Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. This season will chronicle head coach Dan Campbell entering his second season, leading an intriguing mix of young emerging stars and established veterans throughout training camp and the preseason. Hard Knocks will mark the 17th edition of the 18-time Sports Emmy winning series and the most acclaimed serialized sports series on television. Stream the new season now on HBO Max. Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a Friday night Twitter Spaces edition of the postgame show of the Lions' first preseason game versus the Atlanta Falcons. The final score of this game was 27-23 to Atlanta Falcons. I got my guy Peter with us. Peter, man, <laughs> how you feeling, man, after that game, man? Hey, I just first of all got to shout out to the O-line, man. They were moving guys, literally moving guys, like the first-team offensive line. They were dragging them five, six yards, destroying them. Hudginson made a few plays. It was nice to see. Other than that, man, it's preseason football, yeah, I mean, right? Okay, we're going to talk about all that, like, just in a bit. But, like, don't tell me that was not the most typical Lions-Falcons ending. Like, a regular season, preseason I mean, these teams always are in a bloodbath game. It's always coming down to a final play or, like, the final two minutes of the game. I mean, my God. I mean, we've been waiting all these months for Lions football, and they greet us back with the most typical Lions game. I know it's preseason. It doesn't matter about the results, but I just thought it was – I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, oh, shit, Blau just fumbled. Are they about to score? They scored, and I'm like, all right, we have a minute 30 left. That's plenty of time. And I did not like what they did on that last offensive yeah, drive. Yeah, that was um, – I, I don't know what I understand was. it because they were going towards the middle of the field a lot, and they only had one timeout. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they were trying to do. But, man, I guess thank God it's preseason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine that being a regular season game. Starting quarterback fumbles the ball, they score, and then your two-minute offense is yeah. trash. That would be bad. All right. Well, I don't want to just talk about the final moments of the game because there was a lot of good and there was some bad in this game. So let's talk about the most important stuff and let's talk about the starters when they were playing in the first quarter. Let's start off with the offense. You gave a big shout-out to the offense with especially the offensive line and how they were moving, guys. And, man, how fun was that, dude? I know it's the Atlanta Falcons. I know they're not going to be a good team this year. But, man, that was so much fun, dude. Uh, and then that was exactly what I want to see 
out of that Lions offense in the first quarter or, you know, that first possession once they got the stars out there. I want to, I wanted yep. to see them absolutely dominate the Atlanta Falcons. And that was exactly what they did um, in that first drive, man. I mean, it was – everything looked so good, man. Everything was so good. Uh, the run game was working really well. You saw a bootleg from Jared Goff. I mean, and it was just such a beautiful drive. Pierre, what did you see in that first drive, man? What impressed you? Everything, like you said, everything was clicking, play action. Uh, Jared Goff, even like his winning completion was a drop pass by Jamal yeah. Williams. So he was perfect. You saw Goff, like he's probably more confident. You used to see him kind of panic. And if his first read wasn't there, he'd kind of like just, I don't know how to say it. He, he'd kind of be lost in the pocket. Today, he showed he's confident. He likes his receivers. He was going through his progressions. That was nice to see. Yeah, man. He looked comfortable today. I mean, it looked like – I know it was only one possession. It's the preseason. So I'm not going to you know, be over – I'm not going to overreact and act like this is going to be some MVP-type season for Jared Goff or anything like that. But that was encouraging because that's something you want to see, man. Like this is a team that on paper you are more talented than. And to see them actually – do it on the field and watch with my own two eyes it was refreshing because like that's something that should happen but like i feel like we say so many times something that we expect to happen or should happen it doesn't end up happening so to see it actually happen on the field today and the lines offense the first team offense actually put it all together against a team that they are better than just straight up bully them was was fun man it was a lot of fun yeah and now going towards the first team defense, man. Um, I'm gonna put it nicely. They got they got some they got some things they got to fix. A lot of things they got to fix. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they have some issues, man. They have a lot of issues. I mean, defensively, you want to see them do more because again, kind of going back to the offense, it's like something you kind of expect something to do you know you you're on paper you're more talented than this team on the defense side of the ball than their offense and we didn't see that man the, the Atlanta Falcons ran all over your throat um, with your first team defense out there so you can't use the excuse that it's oh it's preseason they're not playing starters they ran down your throat with your starting defensive line even though granted you are missing some guys due to injury right now but that's not an excuse. They ran down your throat. What was the exact number? 61, 61 rushing, rushing yards. yards in that first drive? That's bad. That's really yeah. bad. No, I, I think there's a legitimate concern, a legitimate issue with this defense. Um, it's still really young. Um, it's it's still a really young defense. I think the offseason, I thought they did a really good job in fixing up the offense. I think this offense has the ability to be very respectful and very good, actually. I think they really ramped it up, and they put the pieces around to have a very solid offense. But defensively, there is some upside here, but it's still really, really raw. It's still really, really young. Um, it's a work in progress still. I'll say that. It's a work in progress. I agree. Um, the thing is, like, one thing with the defense is the DBs, I mean, I don't care who it was, whether it was Amani or Kuda or Will or whoever, they, they weren't that good. I thought Tracy and Deshaun were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the linebackers, you saw a mixed bag. Like, you need to see some consistency. With Derek Barnes, you kind of saw the same stuff you saw last year. Over-pursuing, missing tackles. Um, he did have a nice tackle for a loss, though, later in the game, but you got to see some consistency. I thought Malcolm Rodriguez was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's Barnes is showing the same tendencies. Like he's still really, like really antsy. And I, I think a good example is, is like a Jared Davis a little bit. I think he's going to eventually get better as a player. He's going to come more, you know, steady. He's going to be more relaxed in there. But like, did it seem to you Derek Barnes was just like a little antsy, trying to make too too much something, like trying to make a play every time and. Sometimes he's just completely going the complete wrong direction. Yeah. Um, I also, regarding Jared Davis, too, he's the same he's player. He has not. <laughs> he still misses tackles. He's really fast. He's still a good blitzer. He's just, he's the same player, man. I mean, I don't know if that makes the team or not, 
we'll see. But it was nice to see him call the plays. He's smart. He had the green dot on today. Yeah. So he just got here like um, – I feel like this staff is going to use more of Jared's speed and, like you said, have him use you know being a good blitzer. I feel like they're like we saw today where they had a lot of Anthony Pittman at that edge. I feel like, or at least I want to see. I feel like it's going to happen though. And these next two preseason games, we have two more games. Maybe put JD in a little more of those roles, like what they kind of had Pittman in today. Line him up in that edge spot. Let him just go after the quarterback and see what happens. Maybe, but he was the mic today, so we'll see what they if they move mm-hmm. him around. Um... Well, because they didn't have Anzalone on the field today. That's right. They were kind of short on linebackers. So I feel like they had to kind of put him in that role today. But, like, I think eventually – I like, I think J.D. has some value. Like, no, he's never going to be the guy that you ended up drafting, you know, in the first round. He's never going to be that guy that you thought he was going to be. But I feel like he has a role in this team. Um, and, and maybe he could be a guy where, like, on third and long, you could put him in the game and just let him go after the quarterback because he's got that speed and he, he could tackle. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, so the betters can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Oddstraders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Um, just the defense, like you said, it's a work in progress. Uh, another guy that I liked on defense day is your boy uh, Kaminsky, former Falcon. Mm-hmm. I thought he played well yeah, today. Yeah, he played well in the end of the game. Um. Other than that, not not really much. I think Tom Kenny, like, could we make a case for him now to make this roster? I mean, the quarterbacks look to him. He's like a security blanket. They trust him. Other than that one drop, which wasn't the best throw, honestly, but you have two hands on the ball, you have to catch it. That's a rule, right? Other than that one drop, I thought he was like, probably the MVP of the game, other than, like, the first-team offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, t- TK was nice. I mean, I was thinking about it today, or, like, as the game was going on, like where his spot could be on this team, if he, you know, how, how he could land on the 53. And I think there is a spot for him. I was thinking about it. I mean, the locks in the receiving core are Amon Ross and Brown, DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds, and Khalif Raymond. I think after that. NFI. So, yeah. You said who? JMO's on NFI. Yeah, he's not going to be on the initial 53. All right. So, you got those four guys. You're looking. I don't think Cephas is a lock right now because he's not playing. 
Yeah, he's hurt. So I think you have two more roster spots right now at that receiving spot. No one else, you know, outside of Tom Kennedy really made a case today. Would you agree? Yeah, but I would also say Benson has that special teams value, though, and they traded for him last year. So does. they still see something in him. We'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm looking at it right now between three of Tom Kennedy, Trinity Benson, and Quintus Cephas when, he, when he's eventually back. I think two out of those three could make it for the time being as, um, as Jameson Williams is out. Um, the other guys just haven't really shown much to me. Like Khalil Pimpleton, Maurice Alexander. Um, I mean, there's there's not really much there for me to. I think they're bad guys for now. Yeah, I just, I just didn't think there was enough for for me to be convinced that they're 53 guys right now. I just I don't think they're really close, honestly. Yeah. Now, Tyler, who the hell is QB two? Because it seems like no one wants it. Boyle was playing okay, and then he threw a pick. Yeah. Lau comes in, he's playing really well, and then he decides to fumble in the four minute offense. Who the hell is the quarterback to for this team? Is he even on the roster right now? It's <laughs> a good question, man. I mean, you feel like there's better guys out there, don't you? Like just like just in the market in general. Like I, I just feel like there's better guys out there than Tim Boyle and and David Blau for quarterback too. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I don't know who's out there right now, but like, like what does Cam Newton do? Come on, like you can't tell me Cam Newton's not better than both these guys. But Cam is like you want like a younger guy like develop like who you could potentially develop. But, like who are you developing with between these two guys? I don't know, man. I mean, I what is know. there to develop? Cam's shoulders are shot though. I, I, like I'm just throwing an example, man. Like, I mean, like there's got to be some veteran that there's better than than these two, man. Like the, I, I just don't trust either of them. If come a scenario where Jared Goff had to miss a game. We're fucked. Like, there's no way you win the game. There's just no way in the NFL you win with either of these quarterbacks as a starting quarterback. Yeah. Like, I have zero confidence. And that's, like, a terrible place. I don't know. I don't know what they do, but I, I don't think either of these guys are quarterback do. If I had to choose between both of them, I thought Blau showed some nice flashes in this game. He had a really good start, but that ending was brutal. The ending was brutal. And then th- those are first third-team players, second-team players. And you're playing a bottom five team in the NFL that's projected. I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't think either of these guys are quarterback, too. Yeah. I mean, today I thought Blau was like, all right, Blau, like, all right, I see you, bro. Like, keep going. And then he drops the, the snap. Like, we had this game, like, done pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the most lying way ever, he drops the snap. <laughs> and then on fourth to nine, the most lying way ever, they give up a fucking touchdown. Like, you can't make this up, bro. Yeah, no, I don't know what that was, man. Fourth and nine, that's too. Why, Fourth and nine. I mean, that's why it's just funny to think about because it's preseason. If it's the regular season, I'd be so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was funny, dude. It was funny watching it. How it all, you know, took place at the end. But let's talk about tight end too, though. I mean, we know TJ is obviously the lock to be tight end one. Right. Okay. I mean, we had a guy like Devin Funches today. He kind of balled today. He kind of balled out today. Do you think there's a shot that he's a tight end here? Is it like a tight end two, tight end three? Is was Zilstra hurt? I didn't see Zilstra today. Was he out there? He was. He was out there. He was kind of quiet. Funches was. kind of pulled the spotlight. I thought Brock Wright was good too with the first team. Yeah. Um, I think Funches right. He has to stack those days up too because you know he missed time in camp, so he has to stack these games up. And like I think Devin Gardner said it in the um in the telecast, he has to find a role on special teams as well. Yeah, and if he does that, I think he has a shot at making this team. Do you do you look at Funches as a tight end right now? I look at him at like at like competition with Zilstra. Yeah, just like a kind of a big receiver, almost like a like, hybrid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Griffin was in the game too. I think he had a catch or two. He has some fullback versatility too if Cabinda's not ready. So I could see them if Cabinda has to start of the season on Pup or IR or whatever. I could right. see them going to Guy Griffin. He could play fullback for this team. I don't know. I, I he did have a nice game. He got two more games to kind of show show himself off. So that was good for Devin Funches though, because like you mentioned, yeah, Zilstra was pretty quiet and none of the other tight ends like Brock Wright was pretty good too. But you know the other tight ends didn't really step up. 
we'll see what happens, man. I'm actually rooting for Funch. I like Funch. I'm a Michigan fan too. So yeah, Farmington yep. Hills. Yep, local dude from Detroit. Like it's a good story. Yeah. Uh, as far as going back to the defensive side of the ball, DBs, man, it's it's a concern, dude. There's a problem there. It's funny. Funny. I think I jinxed. I don't know. I, I like I tweeted out Cedric Boswell. Like, Boswell made a couple plays. Like I like this Boswell kid, right? Then he 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 uh he allows touchdown. I go and delete that tweet right away. I'm like I'm deleting this tweet. Did you see what I I replied to it? I saw the three dots. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. I, that was the first thing that I refreshed my timeline. I see your tweet saying Cedric Boswell. I like this kid, and I'm like, and that's the first tweet I see after the play he gave up. I'm like, wow, that's right. He's on. the young guy too. Right on you know? He'll learn, but I do like the way. Other than that last play, I honestly do like the way he played. He was physical. Um, but that one play hurt, bro. You yeah. can't like, you just can't. Yeah, Chase Lucas almost had that interception too at the end of the game. Could have wrapped it up. Yeah, see, there's like all these like almost put a what a plays. Like you got to make those plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think as far as the DBs, you know, Monty's starting. It looks like AJ is going to be starting in the nickel. Then obviously you got the competition between Jeff and Will at the other outside spot, but. You look at the depth of these corners right now. I just without Jerry, man, I just feel like it's really weak. And if one of these guys were to go down, who is that next guy up? Yeah, I think they got to make some calls around the league. Teams that have depth at corner, make I some mean, calls I mean, around the league. Maybe trade for a veteran guy if there's anyone. I don't. I don't know who's available. Honestly, I don't know. But during this time, like guys sort of be start becoming available. Teams look at their depth. They like their depth. Some veterans start to get traded. You know what I mean? So yeah. we'll see what happens there. I mean, you just look through the depth chart right now. Like Mike Hughes, I don't know what he is. Is he? It was awful you know, today. He was so bad. He was probably the one of the yeah. worst players on defense. So I'm saying. Then you go down the list. Mark Gilbert. Okay, it's like, what, do you want to start? Do you want to go into a game starting with him? Savion Smith. Do you want to go into a game starting with him? Absolutely not. Uh, Chase Lucas. Um, who else do they have? Cedric Boswell. Like, I don't know, man. I did. Bobby. Bobby Price, yeah, almost had the interception too. <laughs> um, yeah, I just the depth is it's really suspect right now at the cornerback spot. It's really suspect without Jerry Jacobs in that in that room. Yep. Okay. Um, we didn't even mention this guy, you know, which I'm shocked. Aiden Hutchinson, the number two overall pick. I thought we talked about him earlier in the show. Yeah, I Are mean, we- but. We talked about – did we even mention him? I don't even know if we mentioned him. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my fault then. Okay. No, it's yeah. cool, but he made that, like, tackles for a loss and then a holding call against him. So, yeah, he made an impact. He's here. He's here. Hutchinson's here. And that play he made, with the, that was on the Jake Matthews, who's, like, no slouch at left tackle. He's a solid left tackle. So Yeah, A. Hutchinson's here, dude. Yes, that was sir. That was fun, man. That was fun in that, that first uh, defensive possession. While he was out there, making plays out there. But it seemed like outside of him and, man, was anyone else going to that first-team defense outside of him? Tracy was solid. I thought Tracy and Deshaun were, were solid. Um, honestly, man, I thought Okuda tackled well, but then he gave up that one crossing route. Yeah, Amani gave a big play up. Amani, AJ, not, AJ had a bad game today. Linebackers didn't really do much out there. Um, the D line got destroyed. They were running it all over us. Yeah, I thought they... Bugs. I thought Bugs was Bugs was okay. Isaiah Bugs. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that's like a depth piece right now, I don't think it was bad. He had that one mi- bad missed tackle. He should have uh, ate up ate him up for that one play. Right. But overall, yeah, in that first half, he was pretty solid. I mean, if there's some injuries to be on this team right now, like if this was hypothetically the room they had to go into week one with, I think Bugs and, and Kaminsky are both guys we'd look at to probably make this team just with their, um, you know, with their experience. I think Kaminsky's versatile too. He could play on the edge and the inside. Yeah. What did you think of Hutchinson playing inside? I liked it. We, I, we saw him on the left side, on the right side. We saw him inside. They moved him all around the D-line. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I love him, man. He's versatile, dude. I think he could play all over that D line, and I think he's going to be very effective. I love the 
the third down package where he's playing inside. Um, and, and then you hope once or at least majority of the guys are healthy, you could put a scenario out there of having Charles Harris, Romeo Quar maybe on the outsides, putting the inside Levi on Zerike and Aiden Hutchinson. That could be something. Right. That sounds a lot of fun. Oh, Malcolm's here. I was getting Malcolm's thoughts. And then after that, maybe we'll uh, we'll answer some questions or bring some people. All right. Um, maybe Malcolm. Oh, there he is. Malcolm, what do you what do you think about this game? Ah, so there's a lot of ups and downs. I love the um, first team offense. I think the first team offense. They're in midseason mode. I think they're they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, the defense, uh, I think the defense needs some work. But then again, you know, it's just preseason. I know they there was no game planning, so all the scrambling, all that stuff that you know Mariota did. I think if this was a regular season game, I think they'll be able to prepare for it more, and you know they'll be able to handle it better. But going to the game, it was it was a, it was a good game. It was, it was actually entertaining. It was a good game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what about the ending, Malcolm? That was, was that crazy a, shit. Was that was some crazy shit. Was it? Was did it feel like a Lions Falcons game? It felt like a Lions game in general. God damn it! <laughs> that, that that did, man. Yeah. First game of the preseason, it felt like a Lions yeah, game. Right you're like, away. You're like, what that's, the fuck? That's wild. <laughs> that's wild, man. Yeah. Um, that. I don't even want to talk about it. It's a preseason game, whatever. But was ending. was was Arthur Blank <laughs> on the field? Do you guys know by any chance? Oh uh, no, no, I don't think. so. I swear to God, I saw him. I thought we were winning the game for sure. <laughs> well, if he it's, wasn't there, then we lost. Then there's there's a reason why we lost. It's preseason, so I'm not looking too much into it. Right. The win, the loss, the record, whatever. I mean, I'm just I'm just glad that the first team offense was playing really well. Yeah, I just I just need the defense to go on to you know jump on the same page. If I can see a good game from a deep the defense, like you know, with these preseason games, like either the next one or the following one, I'll be all right. You're probably done with the first team uh offense and defense. You might see like some younger guys play, but for the most part those started. I think those guys need to play. The defense, though they need to play. They need reps. Yeah, we'll they're see. not they're not they're not ready. I don't think they're like mid season like regular season ready. The only one that impressed me on the defense was Aiden Hutchinson. Well, don't yeah. forget, they're going to be going up against now Indy's, um, Indy this week in training camp. So it's kind of like you're not practicing against your own guys. You're going against a good O-line, a good running game. Jonathan Taylor and those guys in Indy. So I don't necessarily think they need to play. I think some guys will play. I mean, the linebackers for sure. I oh, think yeah, the young guys. Yeah, those linebackers. I think the corners still need some reps too, yep. man. But like as far as a guy like Aiden Hutchinson, I feel like I'm I'm content, man. I don't need to yeah. see any more reps out of him. I, I seen yeah, I seen enough about Aiden. You know, everything's there. Yeah, I think but, Brockers is fine. Like I don't think we need to see any more Brockers. I think, you know, he's a veteran. I don't think we need to see any more of him. Um McNeil it wasn't a great game for him, but I wouldn't be shocked if they just didn't play him the rest of the preseason either. Same with Charles. I don't know. I feel like the D line even though it wasn't a great game for them, I just feel like they might just rest them going to the year. You're already thin. You don't really want to have any more injuries. I know an injury could happen, obviously, on the practice field as well, but why even risk it going into a game? Right. The offense, don't these guys need to play. They're good. Yeah. The whole no. line are good. The whole line's good. Don't don't risk it. I agree. He's good. Um, yeah. I, I think the, the three receivers are good. Amin Ra, uh, Josh Reynolds, and, and – um, DJ Chark, I think they, they don't need to play anymore either. I thought Raymond was good too with the second team. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he's still out there just, you know, to get some special teams rest, but like either way, like if he played or not, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, you still need a receivers out there for these quarterbacks. Like you yep. can't, like me, you, and Malcolm playing receiver, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Y'all think I'm some, y'all think I'm some scrub or something. Like I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys want to bring people up? Uh, yeah, Zach has been waiting for a while, so let's bring Zach up.
Um, you guys could just request, and um, we'll, we'll bring you up. Yeah, just request to speak. Third shots on the game. Your concerns. Whatever it is, we'll bring you up. Looks like Zach is having some issues. All right, we got another one. Just Zach, request again. Right. Sen- uh, sensei? Sensei? Sensei. Yo, Tyler, Malcolm Pierre. What's going on, guys? What's up, going? man? Hey, man. That... What's up, what's up? Hey, bro. I don't, I don't know, man. That was... Oh, it was a great game. I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw from Aiden, obviously. Uh, I felt like the offense, man. I just... I was so happy the way they were moving down the field. And even when the second team and the third team came out on offense, I was just really liking the third down conversions. Whether they were through the air or on the ground, I just I just like seeing the chains move, bro. That's that's that honestly that's that was one of my biggest concerns, is not getting too many three and outs, not punting all the time, and we were able to move the chains, and that's what's making me happy, and that's what's getting me excited for the season. Yeah, man, first team offense was they looked good, man. They looked really good, dude. And I said it earlier, it's just like you want to see them do that type of stuff versus a team that you are more talented on paper, and I feel like what we want to see and what we kind of expected to see we actually saw it which i thought was really encouraging because that usually doesn't happen with the lions no definitely not and then i mean oh bro it's just the defense man it's just i don't know what these corners i don't know what's up man but we can't just be we can't be missing tackles we can't be blowing coverage i mean there was a couple of guys that did their thing but i was just like man and on the 61 rushing yards on the first defense man like yeah come on Come on, like I was screaming at my screen. It was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah, there's a concern with that. Actually, I believe Jeff Riston tweeted out that the Lions haven't really practiced against a mobile quarterback because, uh, you know, they don't have one on the roster. So that could also be another reason why they had trouble containing because they just haven't practiced at the soft season at all. And then, like, these, um, the, I'm, my bad, I don't mean to cut you guys off, but, like, the, the linebackers, too, man, like, from what I can tell is that they're they're antsy, they're jumpy, they're, like, oh, they're, they're rushing too quick, they're not letting the, they're not letting the play develop, and, like, they're past the O-line, but then, like, the ball's going completely the other way, and it's just... I agree 100%. And I'm just yeah, it's like, the man, sit back, read the play, like, oh, I just, I don't know. It happened multiple times tonight with Derek Barnes, Jared Davis. Man, those guys were so antsy. Where they were, like you said, they're just not even looking where the play's going. They're just going towards where they think it's going, and it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating as fuck. So I mean, like, like I said, first preseason game. Hopefully, it gets better. Hopefully, they make some changes. And then, like, I don't know. Do you think Aaron? Glenn, like, what do you think Aaron Glenn's approach is to to like you know they're in the locker room, they're talking. What do you think he's saying? I think he'll fix it. There's no way that he, that they come out next week and do the same shit. You know, he's he's have him right. I'm not worried about that. He's gonna work. I mean, he's a he's a great coordinator, right? They're gonna work on it, but you also need talent. I just think right now they lack some talent on that side of the ball, honestly. Um, it's a work in progress. I just household name on that on that secondary. That's what they need. They need a household name. They got nobody. Yeah, I mean, I love Tracy Walker. I love Tracy. Tracy Walker is a fucking dog. Like that, that guy is one of my favorite players. And I mean, there was a couple of things where I was like, eh, could did better. But there was a couple of plays where I was just like, man, like he's just proven why he's out there. But uh, we just need somebody else. We need a true CB one, honestly. They need. So we actually had Glover Quinn on our on our show, and he said what the Lions lack in the DBs room is like a true veteran. Like a he said when Slate got drafted. He was there. Rasheen Mathis was there, right? Chris Houston was there. Slay had those guys to lean on. These guys, Okuda and Will Harris, AJ Parker, and all these—they don't have no one to lean on right now. Yeah, there's no household name. There, there's no. They're not even like a veteran. You don't even need a household name. There's not a guy who's been in the league for like nine, ten years on that roster in the DBs room. The oldest guy is Tracy Walker. He's 27, That's and he's trying to figure out like, you know, he's trying to take that step in his career. There's still, there's still shit that he's learning. I was, yeah, just gonna, exactly. I, was, I was just gonna say that, like the guys that have been in the league for a while, they've never had guys to lean on. So it's been the same situation. Like Tracy, he's not. Who does he had to lean on? I mean, his rookie year, yeah, he had GQ, he had um, he had Slay and Diggs, but like he didn't get the full experience with those guys. I mean, with GQ, he retired their year right after. Kawandre got traded, I think five six weeks into the season. 
Yeah. And then Slay uh, got traded the, the year right after. So, like, he never really had that veteran leadership to kind of guide him through his career. And like you said, he's still trying to learn. And then Amani, same thing. He never had a guy to lean on. I mean, he had a great year last year, but, like, he's never had a guy to really lean on. And there's no one on this roster right now where none of these young guys could lean on anybody. Yeah, man. And that's what GQ said. That could be, like, a problem with, like, potentially the development of these younger guys. Like, he didn't say it is, but he said that if there was a veteran guy, it would probably help them a lot because these guys just – I mean, they're young. Okuda's young, right? He's trying to figure it out. Will Harris just became a corner. And Amani, he's coming off an injury. Had some picks last year, but gave up a lot of yards. So it's it's a work in progress. Maybe they added a veteran. I don't know. Yeah, defense is my biggest concern. I think it's been the biggest concern for a while. Offense, I am not worried 100%. I trust in that offense a lot. I'd like some of Ben Johnson's calls, not necessarily going into the fourth quarter, but uh, I think he's going to do a good job this year, and he'll get that load off of Dan. But uh, like I said, defense is number one concern for me right now. It's, it, they got to do something. For sure. All right. Appreciate it, Sensei. You got it, guys. All right. I'm going to bring up Zach next because he was waiting. Again, you guys could just request and we'll get you guys right on. Can you hear me? How's it going, Zach? Can you hear me? He's still connecting. Hello. 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 Yep. Yes, there you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> What's up, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you guys? Good, man. What's up? Doing great. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it was, I'm feeling kind of optimistic because, I mean, as everyone's been saying, first team offense today, where they were they were playing well, like especially the O line. It's just so beautiful seeing them all playing together. Like, it's, it's, especially after the struggles we had last year with, with all the backups. I mean, despite Evan Brown playing well, but uh, and that was that was great. That was great to see. But then it's just, oh man, like it, it feels like the, the for me, it's the linebackers and the cornerbacks, like. Safeties, I, th- I thought Walker and Elliot were okay today. Like, you know, I mean, they didn't give up anything too massive. And I, th- I thought they played solidly. But it's, it's just like, Owarie still getting beat on crosses and like, and, 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 uh, and uh, the linebackers missing their gaps. And then, you know, this, some of the same mistakes you were seeing from Derek Barnes last year that he still made this year. I mean, he had a nice TFO. It's, it kind of feels like he... He's improved, but he's still kind of that same player where he'll make some flashy plays and then he just isn't consistent enough. Like, we need consistent play at linebacker and we don't have it. I don't know. But, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, kind of what we've been saying all along. So, I agree. Yeah. No, <laughs> There's no argument there, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's, it's a big, uh, you know, it's, it's a big issue right now for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I was... Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I think if we could just, I mean, you were talking about the kind of the need for some veteran presence on the team. And it's it's interesting because I think definitely a linebacker, I mean, I guess, um, I guess Anzalone is kind of that presence at linebacker, but I mean, really, he's not exactly the most inspiring player in the world, is he? And like, and especially a cornerback, especially, I mean, because obviously Akuda kind of, he, I mean, there was a lot of stuff last year about him helping Jerry Jacobs getting accustomed to the NFL. But I mean, he's still only like going into year three. I'm really year two because of the injury. So like yep. to have no one there is just it's it's rough. Uh, I, do, I do think I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to see how the season turns out. But I think just just going off of I mean, it's you can't obviously you can't make any conclusions based on one week of preseason. But I think everyone kind of thought going into this year after the draft and after free agency, they were like, well, let's see how Goff plays because you know the jury's still out on him. I think there's still he. I mean, he, look, he could play lights out this year, and then maybe he become. I, I don't think that will happen. I think he'll be solid, but I think we do probably need to draft a QB. But like, I think it, even even at the even at the end of of the off season, we were already all thinking, okay, like we need we need another DB and we need another linebacker. Because I mean, Rodriguez was good today, and hopefully he'll develop into like a really solid starter. But you know, uh, I don't know. I think it's it's exciting though. It's it's a lot more exciting than it has been for a while. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah no doubt. Sure. And like, like a reminder too. This is year two of a rebuild, guys. Like this defense can't be fixed in two off seasons. Yeah, what yeah, they yeah, have yeah. on defense was garbage. Literally yeah. garbage. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, make it. I was going to say, man. I'm not. I'm not really worried at all, man. It's just to me, this is one preseason game. 
Um, yeah, they need help. I mean, it, it didn't look good this week, but I'm not. I'm not really worried, man. I don't think our even starting linebackers really like Alex Azzolone didn't play. Um, I'm just looking for another help for um Aiden Hutchinson because he looked like he was dominating. Yeah, whichever way they put him, he was dominating. Um. Yeah. When he moved on the right side, left side, you know, wherever he was, they, he was dominating. So I'm just looking for another guy to step up on that D line to see who's gonna who's gonna compliment Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, and I think I mean, they do that. If we get another guy, if we get another guy that, that can step up, I think the defense yeah. can be okay. If if you know we get in pressures on both sides, I think it's gonna trickle down and make everybody better. But that's why yeah. it's one preseason game. Again, there's no game planning. So most of those yards, everybody's like, oh, the first team offense gave him six. Half of those, most of the yards came from Marcus Mariota. So the, th- the thing is, there's no game plan. They ain't game plan to stop Marcus Mariota. They just went out there and said, go out, guys, have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like they're, they're game planning to stop him. If this was a regular season game, this is week one. Like when they go against Jaden, um, when they go against Hurts, week one, they're in a game plan. They're in a game plan to make sure that he's not running all over them. Because if he, if he is, it's going to be a big problem. If he's able to run around like – if he's able to do what Marcus Mariola does, we're going to have a big problem week one. Mm. But they're going to game plan. They're going to make sure they try to keep him in the pocket and do what they have to do. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not going to come out with the same approach. As far as Amani and Warrior, they're playing man coverage at play. You know, when you play man yeah, coverage, yeah, no, like, when, right. when, when, when you come across the middle of man coverage, yeah, you're bound to get open. It's, it's hard to cover a pro receiver yeah. down the middle like that. When they're coming across, so it is what it is, man. I'm not again. I'm not too worried. Week one, very mm-hmm. they they try to make it vanilla. I'm just worried. I'm just looking for a guy to step up on the D line. Let's see who that guy is. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, yeah, you know, you're right. Ultimately, like it, it's too early to make any conclusions. And I mean, I was just thinking about like the D, the D line thing. I mean, hopefully Charles Harris can like replicate his work last year. And I think especially, I don't know. The, I mean, despite like not even thinking about Aiden Hutchinson's like ability but more just the, the attention he will now demand. I mean, you saw they were immediately double-teaming him, and he's still, like, he's still uh, got that holding call. And, you know, I just think having someone else who can actually grab some attention on the D-line and be, a, like, a serious threat really helps out, especially Charles Harris on the other side. But, I mean, I, I the main thing I'm... One of the main things I'm really hoping for is Owen Wizarike can get some solid solid reps and actually start playing and start performing, and we can see some of that, like, penetrating that he was doing at college, you know? But I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. That's yeah, a big hope. Fields. That's a big hope, man. Yeah, he has to get on the field, man. If not, I'm going to start yeah. calling him Sean Hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's on the field, man. I'm going to start calling him Sean Hand, man. This this yeah. is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy I'm looking forward to is to see, you know, hopefully when they come back, well, when he comes back to be that guy is Romeo Cora. I think if when Romeo Cora comes back, I think he could be that, extra, that, that guy. That's going to be that guy that's going to step up and take that pressure off Aiden Hutchinson. Hopefully, yeah. we'll see. That's hard coming off a ruptured Achilles. We'll see. It is. Uh, ask, ask your boy Jeffrey. Mm. Who Jeff, didn't play too, he didn't play too bad. He didn't, he didn't play too bad today. It wasn't bad. No, he just gave up that one. I think that was also um, – was that man? I forgot. I got to go back and look at it. But I think I think it was man. I'm not sure. But either way, though, no. um, he made a few plays, but like nothing stood out kind of. You know, like they kind of just – I don't know. Yeah, All right, we we, def- we definitely need a guy. You guys are right, man. We definitely need that that guy. We need another guy. Yeah, that corner. I I kind of feel like Julian Julian could have like a solid year this year. I mean, he had what didn't he have like five sacks last year? And obviously he got limited snaps. He was only rotational, but I don't know. I think if he gets like solid playtime this year, he could develop. I think he's if I mean obviously as long as long as the injury isn't bad. But I I don't know. I think he could be a dark horse to play pretty well this year. That's another guy that's just got to be on the yeah. field, man. He hasn't been on the yeah. field enough. Yeah. yeah, I know he's a lot of people's breakout candidate. So we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. to him once he once he's on the field. He's another guy that needs to be on the field, or yeah. I will change his name to Deshaun Hand. <laughs> Damn. You see, they get on the field, or your your name gonna be Deshaun Hand, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zach, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate All the best. It. Thanks, so Zach. Next, we're bring up Nate, and after Nate, we're gonna bring up Mike, and then we'll call tonight. Nate, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, man. So I just want to say um, I noticed some parallels to this game to last year's preseason game against the Bills where we couldn't stop a QB from running. So um, 
you know how most teams they they have some camp arms that they hire during training camp, just play for the preseason and then they dump them. Do you think it, with today's NFL might be useful to get a mobile QB off the street, just have them in training camp for practice? Yeah, they have those. They do that during the season. They queue them on the practice squad. Last year they had what was his name, Tyler uh, Montez. Montez, yeah, Stephen Montez. He's like a mobile guy, athletic, whatever. So, I could see it. Like, especially week one, I think they're gonna have like either a receiver play that Kyler Murray like on the scout team, or they're gonna like just bring in a, a fast, speedy guy play quarterback for week one. Uh, uh, Not Kyler. Him, I'm sorry, Jalen. Get him to be our backup quarterback, please. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't have a backup quarterback. It's it's a battle for least worst at this point. I mean, just like who, if one of these guys had to step in and play a game, are you confident they're going to win a game for you? No, I have, no. I have zero confidence. No. no, I'm more confident in my running game and O line winning the game than the quarterback. I'd want the quarterback to manage. Like, there's got to be someone better out there. You know who's out there? Tyler? We, we're not going to get nobody else. Like Bortles is out there. Oh God. Like, where's like PJ Walker? Where is he? I don't know. That's a good question. He's like, still in the Panthers. Where is that guy like that? Oh, like, he is. Okay. Well, do they do they need him anymore? Though they got Darnold and Baker now. Well, he might be back Darnold. when to trash us again. I think week sixteen. <laughs> Darnold's on the block, Tyler. Like, I mean, like, there's got to be somebody better than Tim Boyle and David Blau, man. Like, neither of these guys are back in quarterback. These are both third-string quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, what did – I don't know. I don't know why they like them so much. They they, they, they like them. The, the staff, this – the organization, they like they like those two guys. I got to say, though. I just don't understand. About Tim, he's a, he's our hometown boy in Connecticut. So, I mean, he, he kind of – I have a bias towards him. But he just needs to – I don't know. He, he's someone – I think he just needs more time just to like get used to play action plays and just like kind of do what Goff does. I I, I don't know because I think he's just playing a little bit more like sitting in the pocket, going through his reads and just go. He I think he needs some more like that pressure, like that um, like that forceful pressure that you do in a play action. We have to like move out, make a quick read, and go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer, honestly. <laughs> How to fix Tim Boyle, to be fairly honest with you. Yep. Yeah, honestly, was the first time I ever heard somebody say you need to be like golf. Well, like, because it, it, golf was playing with confidence. He was moving around the pocket. He was rolling, doing the rollouts. I think yeah. doing that, just kind of making the game a little more quicker for him, might be helpful. Because if you're just sitting in the pocket, you might overthink things. I think that's kind of what he's doing, too. I mean, he didn't have nobody to throw the ball to. I think, I think he didn't have any confidence in last year. He didn't have any confidence in his receivers. And I think he had. I think he had, didn't have any confidence with the play calling either. Oh, for sure. But this year, it looked like he's in tune. He's in tune with everything right now. For sure, for sure. So that, that's a good. That's a good sign that he's in tune with everything. He, he got confidence with receivers. He knows that okay, if I'm in trouble, I could throw it to just look for a ball wrong. <laughs> Most likely, he's open somewhere down the field. <laughs> um, you need to throw it deep. You know, he got guys that can throw it deep. I like. I like this offense. I think the offense is gonna be really good now. It's all depending on if AG can get this defense right, and I think AG AG will. I'm not saying it's gonna be a great defense or good defense, but I think you're gonna have them playing acceptable football. Oh, for sure. I, I and like I, like everyone was saying about the defensive line. I think the big thing is just setting the edge, and I we've always had this issue, and I think it's kind of a lingering issue from Patricia's past. I think once we get that figured out, I think this will be a very fun defense to watch because once we get that edge set. Everything will kind of start following through it. It'll be all right. I'm not too worried. I'm, I, I like what I saw from the first team offense, first team defense. Uh, we need some work, but I mean, it'll be all right. If you guys want a backup quarterback, these are the guys I think that could make some. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, Mike Lennon, AJ McCarron. Fitzpatrick retired. Oh, yeah. So there's not really much on the market. Here, do you honestly think that the Detroit Lions right now, Dan Campbell and staff, is going to bring in somebody else right now? No, I'm just like Tyler said, who's on the market. So I just kind of like looked at some veterans that we have. We have what we have. That's it. They they're not getting nobody else. Man. Yeah, I don't. It's not. It's just not. Nothing's out there. Maybe really. at the end of the preseason, someone gets cut, they'll pick them up. But as for now, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have their second in priority. So PJ Walker come to Detroit. Unless somebody's really good. I don't see it. I don't see it because they have to come in, learn the whole playbook, and 
No, I don't see it. I mean, the, I see mo- it. they're most likely going to bring Boyle or Blau to be the backup, but maybe just, like, get a new developmental guy or something in the practice squad, like something different. I don't know. Something. Josh Johnson? <laughs> Shit, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just but, something. Um, it is what it is right now, man. If something happened to golf, quarterback most likely is going to be Tim Boyle. And we're just going to have to just watch shitty football for a while. Let's hope nothing happens for God. All right. Um, Nate, thanks for coming on, man. I'm bringing Mike, and then we're going to end this. Thanks, thing. guys. Thanks, Nate. Mike, how's What's it going? What's up, fellas? What up? What's up, man? No, man, not, nothing, man. Just, uh, you know, I, I got a chance to kind of rewatch a lot of those snaps. Offensively, first team wise, I think we look good. You know, I think that you know we're going to have a good synergy there. Um, but defensively, man, I think I've talked about it with you guys. There's a lot of dysfunction with the roster. To 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 you know to Pierre's point, but I think where I'm the most concerned is there's it's like a puzzle of like three different puzzles, you know, when you were a kid and you had puzzles and you had all of them mixed and you tried to figure out which one was which and ultimately just threw them all away. There's a lot of pieces to a lot of different puzzles. And I just feel like they're trying to be way too multiple and they're not establishing an identity and the players don't have identities on. I mean, if you look at, you know, Harris to Hutchinson to, you know, to Owarie to, you know, Levi to all these guys like, the defense is, is just it, it, there's no there's no like it, there's just no rhythm to how they play, and I think they're going to really struggle. And I think you know Okuda, I think we're delaying the inevitable with him. I think he could be a really good free safety. I just don't think he's ever going to be a corner, and I mean a high end one. And I think that he can you can see he can play in the box, he can tackle. I think he can run. But I think similar to Jenkins, when he came out of Ohio State, just a big physical corner, one or two injuries, and, and you're and you're just not the same player. And I just think he's going to be a constant liability on double moves. And I think that you've seen that play out. And it's, I don't want to judge him on one, but I think we can judge him on his career. I just think he's going to struggle to to, to be that high 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 end corner that I think we brought him in the league to be. And I think you know I'm disappointed with. Like the last two round picks, I think those guys both. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think Levi, something's wrong with his back. That's not a good sign when you're 23 years old and you got a bad back and you're missing time constantly. Um, you know, and I, I think the other kid too, Pascal. These are two high for second round picks, almost borderline first round picks, and it's too early to judge him, but. You know, it's just, it, there's, I don't know what you guys think. There's just so many, like, it's like bargain basement sort of. Let's grab players and put them in this system. Like, I, can you tell me today what their system is? What is their system? What's their identity on defense? Yeah, they want they want to be an attacking, um, penetrating defense. And the problem is, like, you can't build that in a year. It takes time, right? When you have those injuries you mentioned, Levi and Pascal, I'm not giving up on either of them. They're both young. I think they both have bright futures here. But that's what it is. You have youth. You have guys learning how to play. And you, you, you're you installing a new system. It takes time. Like You're not going to build this in a year. The way they're building it, they're building through the draft. It's get, you got to draft and develop. That takes time. No, I'm, I'm going to say this. I mean, I agree with you. Everything you said about Jeff Okuda. Everything you said about Jeff Okuda, I, I've been saying this since day one. I agree with you. Yeah. I do believe that. You know, if you're talking about all right, is, is Jeff Okuda, do you do, do anybody believe Jeff Okuda can be an elite, like a top five corner in, in the NFL? No. If you do, not you're even, high. If you do, you're on you're on some type of drugs. Yeah. Not even now. Top. Do now do I believe if they switch him to safety, does he have a chance to be a top five safety in the league? I think yeah. he has a really I think he has a shot. I mean he could be Michael. I mean the blueprint's there, it's Jenkins. Yeah, I think I think he could. I think he honestly could. I think he honestly could. And I've been saying it for a long time. I was like, hey, he... He's he's a really good tackler. He, you know he had good he had good instincts when he's looking at the ball. Like when he's looking at the quarterback, like facing the quarterback, not having to chase down the receivers. But if he's mm-hmm. you know backpedaling and just chase, look at the quarterback and have to make a play. 
I think he could do, be really good at that. So I think him going to safety will be the best move possible for him in his career. I mean, look at Diggs. Quandre Diggs did that. Exactly. I think it, 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 could be, it could be the best move for his career. But as far as the defense in general, I think we're panicking too early. No, no, I'm I not been, I, I, I don't, I'm not worried about this game. I'm just talking about, you know, you talk about attacking players. What did Levi Anzarike show you that he can attack? Did he even have a quarterback rush? No, I mean, shit, I don't yeah. know what the hell's up. I don't know what's yeah. going on with Levi. I mean, like, shit, he might have I mean, is he going to contribute this, this year? I'm hoping he does. But, I mean, like, while I'm looking at this this defense, I think Aaron Glenn is such a great coach and such a good of a coach that, he, you know, you saw last year what he was able to do with complete Dog shit, as far as talent wise, like he had absolutely nothing. They had absolutely nothing and made the best out of it. Now, record um, rating wise, or or you look at the rankings, they weren't ranked good. But it, you know, you have to watch the tape. And when you watch the tape, you're like, all right, he's got to play hard. You know, he has these guys in the right position. You know, sometimes I didn't really agree with him when he rushed three and you know played quarter defense and dropped everybody in defense and you know gave a big place on the, on those drives. But he's a good coach, and I think he's gonna have these guys playing it, at. You can have him playing at an acceptable level. I'm not saying they're gonna be great, they're gonna be good, but you can have these guys playing at an acceptable level. And you pay and Tracy it, Walker, you pay Tracy Walker a, a good amount of money, and to me, he's average. You know, he's never been a guy that you look at and say this guy can ever even remotely flirt with being in an all you know a, a pro bowler. Even. I mean, they believe in him. They believe in him. I mean, I they seen him all that. They okay. seen him all last year, and they believe in the guy. I mean, that's and that's all you really need. You really need. And and from what I, what I heard is that other teams. Offered Tracy Walker more money, and he actually turned it down to come back to Detroit. Oh man, if, if I heard yeah, so, that, I mean, I heard that, yeah. that, 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 that these guys never turned down money. Yeah, he he did. He did though. So did Chark. Chark yeah. also turned down more money to play for Detroit. Yeah, he turned down more money to come to Detroit to play with this because he believes in coaching staff. He believed what they're what they're yeah, pitching. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I just. It's just too many loose pieces. And I, I think the only thing that concerns me is if you look at the two years of draft history, okay, that's all we have to go off of. And you're right. I'm not expecting this team to be a top five, top ten defense. But what is the identity? They can suck and still have an identity. Yeah, if, I mean, what was their identity last year? zero identity, like zero. Like, like there's nothing that you can tell me, any formation that you tell me they excel in. You can't tell me that they're a good cover three team or a cover two team or, you know, going to be that three, you know, that three, three, five. I mean, like, I, like in, you know what, Mike, I, I'll be able to answer this question week six, week six, write that question down. Week six, we'll come back, we'll revisit that question and I'll have six games to look at and I can say, okay, this is what they sell at. To the Bible, because the thing is that this is the thing, Mike, last <laughs> year they had nobody, right? Who, who was on their defense last year? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, they yeah, don't... they had nobody last year, but I mean, how, do you, remember, how do you feel like how do you feel like that defense played last year? I think they played with a lot of effort. Uh, exactly. Now, if if that if they could give that same type of effort this year with this offense, I think they'll be a better football team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just want to see an identity, man. I want to see a they're... team look at and say, okay, this is a team that plays multiple sets, but their base set is because it looks like they're trying to do this. It looks like they're trying to do a four three with some attacking wide, you know, almost that old wide nine. Mike, remember this is this is week one of a preseason. They're not supposed to let people know what well, their identity is. Roster. Week one. I'm just looking at the roster formation. I'm not looking at anything other than the players, like the roster. Yeah. Formation. I'm not even by, at- by by week six. I'll be able to tell you exactly what what the identity is and what they're trying to do. The thing is, I can't tell you from one week one of a preseason game. I'm with you. Because yeah. they, they, they're really vanilla. I mean, most of they did is man coverage. They play a lot of cover one today. Yeah, and they don't. Really I, do. I can't. I can't, I can't tell you what they're trying to do. I mean, from one thing that I did see, what they were trying to do is the defense. They were moving A.D. Hudson around, which is a good sign that they're going to move A.D. Hudson all yeah. around the defensive line. So you can't just say, okay, we're going to double him here. You don't know which way he's coming from. So you move him around. That's great. I like that. Yeah. But that's what I could tell you. That's that's one thing I really got from week one of the preseason. I can't tell you nothing else because I didn't see it. It was very, it was very vanilla. I didn't, I didn't get to see anything. I, but, I love the fact that you agree with me at least on Okuda. I just think that- of, of course, of course. I mean, these guys, Tyler Pierre, no, I've been really – I haven't been the, the nicest guy for Jeff Okuda, but I do believe that he could excel if they put him at, at safety. I, I told him that after year two. That's a year two. Hey, this I, I see he's a great tackler. If he moved his free safety, he could be elite. Everybody was like, no, 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 no. He's Jeff Okuda. He could be great. He could be great. He could be great. Campbell said we view him right now as a corner. We don't want to play corner. Him. He said he said the same thing. But I mean, Pierre, come on. Do you ever see Jeff Okuda being a top five uh, corner in the league? 
Not I see him if he's if he like if he develops the way I think he's. I still think he'd be a good corner in this league. Yes. Do you see a B? CB one, CB one for the Lions. Do you answer my question? Because CB one for the Lions is not not tough. It's just no, being I mean, better like, than Jeff. Like lockdown corner, like number three. You could be. Corner. You see Jeff Okuda being a lockdown corner. Yes. Holy shit! I respect. Hey, I respect Pierre. I just Pierre, but you got. I mean, by week six, we're gonna we're gonna wrap together, yeah. you and me, and we're gonna look at it and all of us. And yeah. but week six, yeah. Ivan's Rike ain't doing shit. It's time to take an L on him because I know that was I, your boy. I as far as Jeff, I think the I think his ceiling right now is being a good corner, a starting corner. Elite? Hell, I don't see him being elite. I don't see him being top ten. Why not? I, I mean, he still has everything. He just needs to put it together. The talent is there. He missed the whole year. This is basically his second year. He's still learning. Like he has. He's literally learning the position. This first year was a shit show. Awful head coach. Last year, he ruptured his Achilles. I don't see, like, why not. The, the, the thing is, even if they have two games under the belt or one game under the belt or two, five games under the belt, you see flashes. I haven't seen dog shit from Jeff Okuda. I just, I'm just I, how many games? How many games did Jerry Jacobs play last year for the Lions? Jerry less Jacobs. than 10, right? Jerry Jacobs. How many? Less than 10, right? He looked better than us. Answer, what was that, less than 10? How many, how many games did um, Jerry, Jerry Jacobs play? I thought, I thought Jerry Jacobs played about 11. 11 Jerry games. Jacobs is what we wanted to see from Jeff Okuda. Jerry Jacobs, i seen flashes. He went through a period that he hasn't given up any he's touchdowns. Played in, uh, he's played in 13, uh, started in 9. Yeah, he's played, he played 13, started in 9, so he's had 9 starts. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. He, he, I've seen more flashes out of Jerry Jacobs than I have with Jeff Okuda. That's fine, but I'm not giving up on a coup. I'm just I'm not, not giving up. I'm not giving up on I am not giving up on him either. No, I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying like, I don't see I don't see a situation that he's gonna be like, all right, like if you play Madden, if you play Madden on a game of Madden and you turn that shit on, there's gonna be a star under his goddamn name. I you never that. see that from Jeff Kuda. I personally see that. We'll see what happens though. <laughs> Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna take that? Okay. The, okay. The thing with Jeff is, though, I mean, the season. I mean, it's still rebuilt. You could test it out still, and if it doesn't work out this year, then yeah, you could look into it. You know, position swap potentially down the line. But I don't think no. right now. Why he, not give him the opportunity at corner? Oh, hey, absolutely. And the thing is, I don't, I don't mind him being a corner, but I can see him being a good corner. I can see him being. A, he, he. I see as far as like his position, he could be a starter. Okay. But, but I just, what's, I just what, don't what's see more important position: corner or safety. I think, I think. I mean, it depends. It depends. Are you talking about being a a, a good corner, a, a good corner, or an elite safety? No, don't, no, not the like the til, uh, the tier level, just the position. What's more important? Corner is obviously a lot more valuable than safety. A corner is definitely more valuable, but it all depends. Like, all right, so if you're gonna compare, give me one good corner, a starter right now who's good. I'm not. I'm not comparing Bradbury. Players tier, I'm not Brad. comparing Jane Bradbury. Jane Bradbury. We're gonna compare <laughs> him to, and what's more important, him or um? We're not doing this, Malcolm. We're not doing. No, this. I'm not comparing. <laughs> okay, hey, let me or, or players right now. I'm just comparing positions. What's more important, corner or safety? Corner, right? Corner for sure. Yes, yes, for sure. But it, like I said, if if you're gonna get, where are you gonna get the best out of that player? Okay, you see what happens this year. If he's I, not a good corner, then you move him to safety. I, Try on. But I, I, like I said, I I could see him be a good corner. I, I, but I, he I could be he could be a good corner. So why why would you take yeah. him out of a spot where he could be good? I I, I agree. Hey, listen. Because I believe he could be an elite safety. Like, <laughs> like, I believe like like if you're talking about like all right maybe a, a top five safety, I think he could do that. I think he, I think he has the potential to be a Pro Bowl top five All Pro safety. That's that's just my belief. As far as corner, do I see Jeff Cooter being an All Pro Pro Bowl <laughs> corner? I don't. I just don't. I don't see that. That's fine. I mean, he might. He might never be that. But if he could be good, there's no way he would. <laughs> he, no. Okay. I opened I, up I, a can of worms. Hey, listen. Yeah. What about Funchess, man? I mean, that, he's looking good. I think he's gonna make the team. They need. A, they need that pro, powerful. Oh, Tyler. That, that's your. That's your alley, Tyler. Um, you can it's, answer that. It's early. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they really haven't had a guy step in yet for tight end two. He had a good game. Um, if he could, you know, continue to have two more good games. Then yeah, he's going to make an argument to make this team for sure. You don't think that he would make it as like your sort of hybrid slash tight end slash. I, I think if they made the roster today, I don't think he makes it fifty three. Honestly, remember like they had that roster with like a, like they had that type of player in Furier. Remember when they had Furier? Yeah, yeah. You know, like a guy who can catch like touch because they need a red zone threat. Then they don't have Hawkinson. Never panned out to be that guy. Talking about Joseph Furier. Yeah, the dancing guy, the dancing guy. Yeah, but I'm just talking about your jump ball specialist. You're pretty funny guy. Ten, you're ten yards in receiver that can can muscle for a ball. I, I just think that that was supposed to be Hawkinson, and it never panned out. 
or maybe it's still yet to pan out. But, I mean, I think he could be that red zone specialist only kind of playing, coming in inside the 10 or 15. You it's know? tough. It's tough because he's playing tight end. Whenever he's on the field, you know he's not going to be there to block. He's not going to be there to block. No, no, no. He's not a block. So, right. so it's like a liability kind of because, like, now the defense, they see him on the field, that guy's going to be a passing play. I don't ever think he'll line up in line. I think he's going to line up sort of in the slot, like your big slot in the red zone. I just think that the, there's a there, there's that this team's missing that. They don't have a power forward receiver. And I think that that's something that I think he can play a role in. And now, do I think he'll make the team? It, it's probably harder, like to Tyler's point. But yeah. somebody's got to make the team. Somebody's got to make the team that is we're not expecting to make. And I think that that's where he, I think he's the closest one to do it, especially offensively. But listen, fellas, I, I appreciate what you guys do, man. I, I'm looking forward to having that conversation with you, Malcolm and Pierre and Tyler, week six or the coming weeks to see what that defense does because I think. I think there's to your point. There's going to be a lot those first couple of weeks. Listen, they got four home games to start the season. If they don't start the season good, it's going to be a long year. You know, week six. Part, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a week. It's a week. We schedule. I, I think they'll be fine. Week six is a perfect time. It's our bye week, I believe, too. Yeah. Week seven is JMO uh, target day, so that's going to be a, hopefully uh, we'll be talking cool. about some good stuff during that time. All right, brothers. Thank you guys. Thanks, Mark. Yes, sir. All right. Um. Tyler, should we bring this guy on? He's been waiting, or should we end this? We're way over time, honestly. All right. Um, yeah. So for those who requested, sorry, we're over time. We're gonna close this. Thanks for thanks to you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we had a blast pregame, postgame. It was fun for those guys who joined the live show. Not the live show, the uh, the live stream. We appreciate that. I'm out. Peace. Peace out, guys. Uh, yeah, like Peter said, live stream was was a success, and we're gonna be planning to do those. Every week, um, we'll have the plan out, you know, what we plan to do throughout the regular season, and we'll go from there. But thank you guys all for joining, and we're out for now. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace.